Hey guys, welcome back to the Swearing Mamas podcast. The podcast all about the good, the bad, and the sweary moments of motherhood. My name's Lauren, and I'm one of the hosts of this podcast, which if you're returning, I guess you know that. And if you're new, welcome aboard the mothership. Oh my god, that's a good pun. I didn't realize it. Oh my god, we have to like do a t-shirt with this or something. Which, speaking of that, we're going to have some new t-shirt designs uh, coming up at some point. Um, so yeah, stay tuned, friends. <laughs> um... So, I don't really have, like, a great structure for this episode because I know I just did an update episode, and this isn't, like, an update episode. I just had so many, like, things to say, I guess. Just so many, like, little things that I was like, ugh. I just need to do an episode on my own with all my little things. Um... So, anyway, first things first, this is really important. It doesn't have anything to do with this podcast or parenting at all, um, but it is important that I say it somewhere that uh, everyone can hear it. Somewhere that's on the internet, somewhere where it's forever, and somewhere where I have a microphone. Um, That song, Body Like a Back Road, is really bad. Um, It came on today. I was at the mall, and, you know, I live in Tennessee, so this is what they play. Um, and I was actually enjoying, a lot of what they were playing was, like, more the kind of country music that come out when I was, like, in my childhood or, like, early teenage years, so it was nice and nostalgic, and it was before, you know, it really took a, a turn for the, I would say, the worst. I wouldn't say worst, I would say the worst with a T, a turn for the worst. Um, I know that's not the expression, but it's apocalyptic, what is happening. Um, but anyway... Body Like a Back Road came on, and I was in the restroom changing Oliver's diaper, and it smelled bad in the restroom, right? Like, someone had just taken a shit, and it smelled really bad, but I was unsure if I was more disgusted by the smell of the public restroom in the diaper-changing spot, or the horrible abomination to music called Body Like a Back Road. I don't say I'm something. Um, I don't know. I hope that, um, I hope that I haven't lost any listeners at this point, but if so, it just needed to be done. It's a bad song, and somebody needed to say it. Anyhow, um, so, moving forward. Swearing Mamas. (laughs) The topic at hand. So, I'm just going to write, I'm going to go through these. I literally, like, was jotting down all these things that I wanted to mention to you guys. So, there is, like, I guess they're kind of in chronological order. So, the first one. I told you guys I had a hernia that I got in childbirth, supposedly, or that that was the idea. So, just a fun update on that. Um, I was fairly certain that's what it was. My godmother, who also had a hernia, was certain that's what it was, and my primary care doctor was certain that's what it was. That's why I felt confident enough to tell you guys that I had it. Um, and everything seemed in line with it being a hernia, but I went to a surgeon, he's like, I don't think you have a hernia. And he, um, I, he was just kind of like a, a little douchey. But anyway, he was like poking all around my stomach and just really squishing in there, and then I had a, like a fainting spell, which I didn't pass all the way out, um, but I, I started to go, <laughs> um, so that was fun, and I was, like, you know, pretty freaked out, and I didn't feel right for a while, a couple days, I didn't feel 100%, and I had to go get a CAT scan, and then they took, um, a week to get back to me, like, I did the CAT scan on Friday, and I didn't hear, I didn't get to hear my results until, a Monday after, like, not the following Monday, but the one after that. So it was not a good time for me. Because he's like, you don't have a hernia. And then I pass out nearly. So I'm like, great, I'm dying. Well, I went in and he's like, well, uh, yeah, CAT scans are pretty hard to read on small women like you. I, side note, there's no reason for me to believe this surgeon would ever be listening to this podcast. But if so, um, sorry. But hey, friend. I, I don't dislike him, but that is my impression of him. 
Anyhow, I don't know, cat scans are kind of hard to read on small women like you. In case anyone doesn't know, if I've never mentioned it, I'm only five foot tall, and, um, I have lost weight. <laughs> I don't know. I always never know how to approach that. I never know how to say that, because it's like, you don't want to be like, I just lost so much weight since I've been on the keto diet. Um, but I'm not on the keto diet. That's just what people always say. Um, but there really and truly since going vegan and also having a toddler who drains every bit of life and energy and everything that I have and eats my food. Um, since all of those things, all of those many changes have occurred in my life and also since going off of medications. So I'm not going to just be like, stop drinking cheese. I know what I said. Stop drinking cheese and you'll lose weight. Um, but I definitely think it was a contributing factor. But anyways, I don't know, like, a non-douchey way to be like, I've just lost so much weight. Um, but I'm, I haven't been this small since I was 18. So 10 years ago. So, I mean, I was a teenager. So I'm pretty, I am pretty small now. Um, and, yeah. So what he was saying was that when you're, you know, short, petite, thin, all those things. Like, it can be hard to read the CAT scans because your he said your organs are, like, squished together. Okay, I'm so sorry. Let me pause to, I don't know why I'm getting Facebook. A Amber, if you're listening, stop Facebook messaging me. I'm just kidding. She can't hear um, this because it's not live. I'm pre-recording it. But I don't have time to edit it, and I don't, oh, how do you turn the, there you go, turn the chat sounds off. I never have the Facebook website up, but I'm about to read you guys something from it. That's why it's up. Anyways, he's like, yeah, those CAT scans can be hard to read, and your organs are smushed together. But, uh, I didn't see anything to write home about. And I was just like, okay. He's like, you don't have a hernia. You know, I didn't see any this or that, and I didn't see any kind of, like, tumors or masses. It's like, okay. And he just, like, gave, like, the dumbest excuse ever about how I have asymmetrical muscle laxity or something. I'm like, that makes sense why I was having abdominal pains and then passed out when you touched my stomach, but it's fine, whatever. No big deal. Um, guess I'm not dying, but I guess I also don't have a hernia, so I no longer have any wisdom to impart to you guys, but I also felt like, oh, I need to tell, I need to give this update, one, just because, like, it's my podcast. I don't know. I feel like I tell you guys everything. I feel like I tell you guys mostly about parenting, but also about my life. But also, I just, like, I feel like I'm, like, lying if I don't, if I say something and then later find out it's incorrect. I'm like, ooh, I have to update so I don't feel like a liar when I lay in bed at night and um, I'm exhausted and I've had, like, ten hours of sleep for the week and I'm laying there, and the weight of the world, and I could just, like, you would think you would just pass out, but instead your eyes are wide open, and you're recounting every bad, terrible thing in the universe. I would be like, <gasps> I never told the podcast I don't have a hernia. Um, so in order to prevent me from laying awake at night haunted by this mistruth that I've accidentally given you guys, I uh, apparently don't have a hernia, and I don't know what's wrong with me, but... Guess we're tabling that issue for a while because the uh, pains in my side have stopped. So I guess I'm fine. Guess it's all good. If they start again, I'll just pick up where we left off. Really fun. Um, okay. Next thing that I encountered over this past week. Uh, something about timeout is bad now. <sighs> you know, when Lindsay's back, I hope maybe we can do, like, a full episode about this. This is the kind of things that I, like, want to talk about with Lindsay on here. But I also would love to hear what anyone else has to say because... What? Uh, the post that I saw was saying that, like, putting your kids in timeout when they're upset it just isolates them, and no wonder that teenagers, you know, isolate themselves from us when they're feeling things. It's because we put them in timeout and don't, like, help them to deal with their emotions and blah, blah, blah. Jeez, guys, I don't know. And, like, a lot of the... I don't know. There was one comment that said, like, so what, we can't spank them or put them in timeout, and that was pretty much how I felt. I'm like... 
you know, we've had our spanking episodes. You guys know how I feel. But if you're new, basically my opinion is I don't think that spanking is effective or efficient. I don't really think it's good, but I also don't judge over it at all. Like, I know some parents, that's what they do, and, you know, I don't personally feel like, unless you're, like, beating your child, it's not child abuse. Like, they understand the difference. So, to me, I don't spank. I don't think it's the right way, but if you do, I don't, that's your, you know, you do you, boo you know, but like, I think this timeout thing is taking it to a new level, um, I think it's possible to like, talk your child through their emotions, and listen to them, and make it clear that you're there for them, but also provide discipline to them, I mean, we can't never discipline our children, right? Please, if any child psychologist is listening, tell me how wrong I am and why. Because I do not understand. So anyway, that's that. I don't really, I don't really know what else to say about that. Like I said, maybe Lindsay will be up for doing a full episode on that. Because I could probably just, ugh. I could probably talk all day about, like, how I hope to communicate feelings with my child and, you know, all of those sort of things. But at the end of the day, you know, I hope that that's happening between all parents and their kids. However, like, if your kid does something wrong, they need a discipline. And for maybe taking away their toy or taking away their screen time or whatever it may be is effective for some kids, but we just have to understand at the end of the day that's not going to work for all kids. You know, at the end of the day, it's there's not one form of, like, rewards and punishments that's going to work for every single kid out there, and we just have to, like, we have to learn that and not judge people unless they're causing harm, so... Anyway, dumb. Um, okay. This next one is a story off of Facebook. I'm going to read it to you guys. Um, but it was posted, one of my uh, friends shared it. And the original post is by Brittany Nicole Berry. If anyone wants to go and read it. B-R-I-T-T-A-N-Y. On Facebook, it's public being shared around. Okay, so firstly, you probably should go and look for it because there are pictures to accompany. (laughs) Uh, But I'm going to go ahead and read you the story. Okay. I've debated on sharing this because it's so embarrassing and I failed as a mother on so many different levels, but I think it needs to be said, if only to serve as birth control for the younger generations. Fair warning, TMI and poop. Today, after I picked up Sadie from school... We went to the flood wall so I could run and they could play at the park afterwards. After my run, I'm sitting at the picnic table, exhausted, drenched in sweat, watching my babies play, vowing to join them as soon as I rest up. At one point, Sadie goes down the slide and then walks in front of me and I see wet shorts. I think, okay, she's peed out of her diaper, no big deal. I go get her... I go get her to change her, and the closer I get, the more clearly I smell that it's not pee. Still not a big deal, what's a poopy diaper? Then I start to change her and realize it's a poop trophy. (laughs) I'm talking one of them poops you usually see in a newborn where it's all up the back and down their legs and you contemplate just throwing the whole baby away. Still, I'm not panicked. Been there, done that multiple times. I get a diaper and wipes. The wipes feel light. I start cleaning her up and there's only four wipes. This isn't a four-wipe kind of poop. It's pressure washer or open fire hydrant kind of poop. So I start looking for more wipes in the van. At this point, Sadie's just standing there naked in an empty, thank God, parking lot with poop up up her back in her hair down her legs to her knees even on her shoes because taking her clothes off did not go as smoothly as one would hope i turned my back frantically searching for more wipes nothing i had just cleaned out the van yesterday i got out any and all extraneous wipes clothes everything i know there's no other wipes in there but i search anyway then i hear it that painful squeak of skin getting st- 
<laughs> stuck to a plastic slide on the way down. I look up, and yes, of course, it's Sadie. She's going down the slide, butt naked, covered in poop, leaving a long skin mark of poop all the way down. At this point, I just give up. I chase down Layla, wrap Sadie in a blanket, and buckle them in their car seats and lead. But wait, it gets better. Leaving the poop there was not an option. First of all, it's poop, gross, and needs cleaned up regardless. But second of all, Ariana is home, deathly ill with a stomach virus, I think. What if Sadie's getting that virus? There's no way I'm leaving my kid's slug trail of possibly contagious feces on this playground so some other kid can get sick. We live maybe five minutes from the park, so I rush home, grab Clorox wipes that are conveniently on my porch because I had used them yesterday to clean a few parts of the van, then rush back. We get there, and there's still no one else at the park. I park on the gravel right by the slide, leave the van running with the AC on, leave the babies buckled in, and go to clean the slide and rails. Easier said than done. I got the bottom and the main top easily, but the middle of the slide I could not reach. I tried to climb up it, but was unsuccessful. Keep in mind, I'm really out of shape and just ran a mile and a half. It's 90 degrees. I'm weak, uncoordinated. To say I was struggling will be an understatement. Eventually, I get the brilliant idea to go down the slide and wipe as I go. Instead of risking a head injury, I decide to go down feet first on my stomach, <laughs> holding, <laughs> holding on to the side to slow myself down with one hand and wiping the other. <laughs> this was not easy. I did not look elegant or attractive, I'm sure. I'm 254 pounds of sweaty fat flopping around on this child's slide like a fish out of water. When I get to the bottom, I'm finally satisfied with my cleaning job. I turn and see a car parked, a family, all of them glaring at me. I don't know how long they were there. I never heard them pull up. They never got out of the car. I genuinely think they were afraid of me. After all, I was an overweight, seemingly childless adult on children's playground equipment. Anyway, now dying of embarrassment, I rush to throw away my wipes and get in the van. I look down and realize there's poop all over my shirt. Of course, I went down feet first. My clothes got the bulk of the poop. I am not getting that on my seatbelt. I'm not getting a ticket or dying from not wearing a seatbelt, no matter how short the drive. So I do the only thing I can think to do. I drive home in my bra. That family is scarred for life, I'm sure. We're all home now. We're alive, showered, traumatized, but okay. Moral of the story, always bring extra wipes, extra clothes, extra blankets, extra everything. Don't clean out your car ever. And if you, are men if you aren't mentally, emotionally, and physically prepared to roll around in another, <laughs> in another person's feces, use a condom. You're welcome. <laughs> you guys. <laughs> So, that was hilarious to me. I hope you guys enjoyed my reading of that insane, uh, that insane Facebook post. Um, yeah, I don't really have any commentary on it. I just thought it was really funny. And you know, for a while on this show, we had like a poop story like every week. Um, and it's been a while. So there's your poop story this week brought to us by Brittany. Um, okay. Next order of business, we need to talk about hashtags. Okay. When you are formulating a hashtag, you should consider what it's going to, or, or like a Twitter handle or like any username. You should consider what it's going to look like with no spaces, and you should try reading that aloud because hashtag mom's horror ad hashtag moms who read, but, like, I saw that pop up, and I was like, oh, my God, mom's whore ad, what is on Instagram right now, oh, my God, and then I was like, oh, moms who read, just a thought, um, next order of business, I guess, I think this is the last thing that I really have for you guys, but it's the longest, so, I just need to update you on my crazy child. So, first of all, he had this, like, amazing day where he woke up, he didn't ask for milk, which every morning, as soon as I go to his room, he's, like, usually either sitting on his bed or he's by the door, but he's, like, ready to go. And he's little, immediately, he signs for milk and says milk. 
Mo, 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 like right away. And then happily prances down the hall over to my room to come have milk. Well, on this day, he did not ask for it. And um, it just like walked over and started playing with his cars. And it was amazing. I was like, oh, he is maybe going to get out of this morning feed. Um, And that same day, he went pee on the potty two times. Both times he told me he had to go and then I put him on the potty and he went. And I was really impressed. Um, he'll, the most he's ever done in a day was one and it's usually like here and there. He still doesn't consistently do it. Um, he has made progress in terms like the other day he started to pee on the floor and he grabbed himself. And I've seen him like try to stop it and hold it. So, and he also doesn't pee in his diaper almost at all. Like, at night, he usually does. But, like, nap time, he's oftentimes dry. Not always, but oftentimes he wakes up dry from nap. And, yeah, so, or, like, if we go out and run an errand, he I put him in a diaper and we get back. He'll usually be dry. So, I mean, he's making progress, but two times in a day. And to tell me like that was really awesome. I was excited about that. Um, he did the full dance, too, if you're happy and you know it, including trying to shout hooray, which was super cute. Um, and just, like, a car, like, he, he really seemed to, like, have jumped some kind of hurdle that day. He was doing so good, and it was, like, he was in a new phase, new stage, right? Um, so I was, like, excited and wrote that down for you guys, but then... That was just one day. (laughs) It was just, it was a fluke, I guess. Um, He often still asks for milk, like, all day. I've made the decision to just nurse him three times right now. I'm going to start helping him wean. Um, And I'm not completely weaning him, but I'm starting to take it down, and here's why. I don't think I've told you guys this yet, but... I will be attending Connect Live with Google in November. So, and it's the, I'll fly in the 12th and I'll get back the 16th. So the 13th, 14th, and 15th, I mean, in the 12th, I leave really early. So I'll barely see him on the 12th. Like, I can give him his morning feed at like 3 in the morning or something. But I'll barely see him that day. I won't see him at all the 13th, 14th, or 15th. Um, and then I'll get back on the 16th. So that's three days at least that he's going to have to go without milk. And I'm also so, oh, I'm just so paranoid that he's going to miss me and be sad or I'm going to miss him and be sad. Um, but it's, you know, it's an amazing opportunity and I'm not just going to not go. (laughs) Um, so, but since he's going to have to go from like, pretty much having it on demand to not having it for three days. I am trying to slowly work him down a little bit between now and then. So, like, my thing right now is I'm I'm letting him have morning, before nap, and then nighttime. And we're doing that um, this week, and I'll probably stick with that next week. Um, and he's just, like, whenever he wants it randomly throughout the day, I'm telling him no. Which sucks, but, you know, it was getting annoying. Anyway, he was just asking for it all the time. Uh, he also asks for it any time that he's, like, needs the emotional support. And it's, like, like, if I'm, if I, not, like, yell at him, not like I'm, like, Oliver! Well, maybe sometimes. But, like, if I'm, like, no, that is not, we do not hit mommy. Then he's like, milk, milk. And I'm like, no. Just because you did something wrong and I told you it doesn't mean you need to go have milk. I still love you. I'm still here. Um, so I'm working out, like, just vocalizing that more and telling him no to the milk. And I'm thinking, like, we'll do another week like this. Hopefully by that point he's comfortable and has stopped asking for it all the time. Because then I'm thinking we're going to cut out his nap time feed and just do morning and night. And, um, I think I'm, I, I might drink some more, like, peppermint tea and things to not necessarily encourage my supply to stay up and just kind of hoping that these factors might sort of 
help him to not need or want it as much. Um, so that when he has to go a few days without it, it won't be bad. And I mean, I'll pump a little bit before I leave, but it's like, I have to drive to, it's the whole thing. Yeah. It's not going to be just like so convenient to pump a bunch. So yeah. And even still, I don't even think it's the breast milk that he particularly wants. I think it's, I think he likes that too. I mean, I had to pump some last night. He didn't have a nighttime feed last night because I was out, which again, like things like that I think are good for our transition. You know, I was out with a friend, so he just went, he had almond milk and went to bed. Um, but I had to pump when I got home because it was uncomfortable. I mean, I just used a manual pump. See, this is why I don't want to pump a ton. Um, this is a lot of work with a manual pump and it takes a long time, but, uh, it's more convenient and blah, 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 blah. Anyway, used my manual pump and I just got like two ounces and then I, um, was comfortable enough to go to bed. So I saved that two ounces and this morning I put it in a cereal. Um, so he didn't, it's not like he was like devouring the cereal. He ate it the same way he normally does. So, I mean, I don't think it's the milk itself. I think it's the breastfeeding and uh yeah so I'm hoping that I can kind of sort of work at that um connection but it also isn't even just breastfeeding that is our thing he's like gone into this huge like baby stage lately like he's like excuse me I don't know why I feel like my throat suddenly so dry like I've been speaking to you guys for 26 minutes Alright. He's like, wants to be picked up and held all the time. He like, is obsessed with me. Everything is mama, mama, mama. And like, doesn't even want my husband most of the time. If I try and cook dinner, he is in the kitchen shoving his face like, either into my butt, which I'm like, your face on my butt. Or like, you know, on my legs or something like, hiding and, like, grabbing onto me tight, like, he's just, one, like, he's just moody all the time, but also, like, so clingy to me, and just doesn't care about anyone else. He used to, like, video chatting my mom all the time. He hasn't wanted to, like, video chat anyone. If I video call people, he's trying to hang up. Um, often doesn't want my husband, even if, my husband can pick him up and do more fun things than I can. Throw him around. Nope. Mama, mama, mama. And I mean, for a while, Seth was his favorite, so... It's my time to shine, I guess. But it's like... It's out of... It's out of control. So, I really don't know what that's about or why or what to do about it. I mean, nothing's changed in our home that I can think of. Um... He is starting to learn a lot more, and I don't know, maybe he's just going through changes and wants the comfort, and I'm working at being patient, and I'm working at, like, verbalizing as much as I can throughout the day, like, when he cries and throws fits over things, saying, like, I understand that you're upset because you don't get to continue watching TV, however, um... This is why, or it's usually my phone. I understand you're upset you can't watch shows all day, but mommy's phone has to go charge. If mommy's phone doesn't charge, it dies, and then you don't get any shows at all. Or mommy has to go put the phone on the charger so that we can get ready to go somewhere fun. The longer that you throw a fit and cry, the longer it's going to take for us to get out the door. Whereas if you can just let mommy have her phone back, and if you can just calm down a little bit, then we're going to go do something fun. I'm just trying to, like, say those things to him more and more so that, like, maybe he's absorbing some sort of understanding, and also so that he can directly observe patience and a little bit of empathy and see that, like, I am there for him. Ooh, but yeah, it is frustrating to be, like, you can't have any personal space, you can't have any time to yourself, 
all just all the things it's a lot so we've it's been it's been an adventure and he's in us i've had to like adjust his meals i don't know what the right thing to do is some days he won't nap at all and some days he'll take a great nap and some days he won't eat at all and sometimes he'll eat great um like today okay I'm going to detail today because today was a good day. I mean, he was still moody, but it was a pretty good day in terms of his everything. So, he slept through the night last night. Woo! Yo, yeah, that's changed too. He's been waking in the night, you guys. Horrible. Anyway, he slept through the night. Um, we got up at 7.30, did milk fresh teeth. He had, like, a little bowl of these, whatever, cereal, like I said, with my breast milk in it. I made these healthy oat flour pumpkin muffins. They're delicious. He is not interested. He ate them the first day and then never again. So I'm like, thanks. Glad I made a batch of these for you. Pumpkin, oat flour, cinnamon, maple syrup. I'm over here like, God, I'm amazing. Oh, which, by the way, if you bake sun butter, because I put sun butter in some of them, it turns green. That's just a fun fact. Anyway, whatever. So he had, like, his cereal, and then he was just, he's usually pretty, like, he's either trying to get outside or go for a walk by, like, if the stroller's out, he's trying to climb into it. If it's not, he comes over and goes, eh, eh, um, and grabs my hand. And walks me over to the door. And I'm like, okay, well, it was raining today. We can't go play outside. And um, it's usually like he's either doing that kind of a thing or he's, like, having meltdowns all over the place. And just crying and screaming and throwing himself on the floor and hitting me and things for reasons unbeknownst to me. So, he was just a little, he was mostly trying to get should go outside today, and a little fussy, and I was like, did I say that? I don't know. Everything's a mystery to me now. It was raining, though. So, um, I was like, well, we can't go outside and play. Um, let's just go to the mall. So, we went and walked around the mall, and we were in the mall. He ate, oh my gosh, a whole thing, pretty much a whole apple, almost. And he had puffs, and he had this, there's this pack of teething crackers he's had for, like, a really long time, <laughs> but it's fine. They were the plum brand, and it comes with three crackers in there instead of two, and, um, he, like, refused to eat their apple and spinach, and, you know, plum is, like, a little more expensive, and it's all organic, but he, like, refused to eat them when I bought them before, and he, like, wouldn't, even with peanut butter or hummus or anything on it, and I was, like, real annoyed by that. So, um, I just grabbed it on my way out the door today, <laughs> tried giving him that, he ate all three of them, I was just like, okay, cool. So, yeah, he had all of that, and then there was, like, a donut place They gave us a little tiny sample, like, a little donut hole, so I let him have that, and... I know donuts are probably, it, most donuts are not vegan. It's fine. Um, yeah. I think that's everything. I just felt like he ate so much while we were out. And then we got home and it's like after 12. So now I had to like give him lunch too. And I'm like, oh, he's not going to eat. But he actually did. He had like half a PB&J and uh, some wheat thins with hummus. And I was just like, wow. Check you out, kid. You have eaten good all day. And then he went down. He had fallen asleep in the car, so I'm like, ugh, he's not going to nap. But he did. He took a good nap. And uh, then he got up, and we had pizza for dinner. And he ate it. So in conclusion, that schedule seemed to work out pretty good for us. Normally, like, if we were at home, there's no way I could put nap off until one. He would be just having meltdowns and driving me crazy. But he liked the mall, and he liked playing in their play area, which was really cute. So, 
I don't know. I don't know what our schedule needs to be. Honestly, I'm so confused by it. For a while, I was not doing lunch. I was doing two big snacks. It was like breakfast and then play and then a snack and then or like a snack on our walk, whatever it may be, and then nap and then a snack and then dinner. But he's like been so difficult with dinner that I was thinking, I need to reevaluate everything, all my life choices. (laughs) So today worked out. I don't know how it'll be. My point though is every day I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, what do I do? Um, so yeah, parenting is fun. Um, He's super obsessed with the potty dance, you guys. It's this, I think I've mentioned this DVD before. It's the, uh, pull-ups, whatever, big kid, whatever, potty training DVD. And you can set it to just play, like, the kid stuff. So there's, like, you watch the whole DVD and, like, parents talk and there's, like, adults who talk, say, tell, blah, 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 say things for grown-ups to know. (laughs) You know what I'm trying to say here? Does anyone know what I'm trying to say? They're telling, they're teaching you how to potty train. They're potty training training. Anyway, but then, like, mixed throughout all that is, like, little cartoons and games and, like, kids singing songs and different things, and so there's, like, an option to play just the kids stuff, and he's, like, obsessed with this DVD, but in particular, he's very obsessed with the potty dance. So, Seth and I have been, we were, like, kind of making a little bit of fun, maybe. It's this band called Ralph's World, and I don't know what to say about Ralph. He has, I can't decide if he thinks he's really cool or he hates his fucking life. Uh, it's one or the other, and it's very hard to tell in the potty dance video. Um, but anyway, yeah. It's the, if you look on YouTube for the potty dance, and it's the one with the pull-ups potty dance, or just probably if you search Ralph's World potty dance, I just honestly think if you put the potty dance, it comes right up. But anyway, it's on YouTube if you'd like to watch it, and it's very funny. Oliver, there's like, it's, I hate myself for this, but I have to think, it goes, do the potty dance. Okay, there. I've done it now. Um, Oliver will, like, clap on time right there, which is so funny and cute, but he also, like, does the dance. Like, it, there's a part where they do, like, toes ways celebrate, and he'll, like, always reach down for his toes and everything. It's, it makes me laugh, and he just goes, like, apeshit for the potty dance. And he'll, like, sometimes he wants me to sing it to him, like, when we're not even watching it. Um... It's out of hand, and then I can, it's, the funniest part by far is I can tell that it gets stuck in his head, because he'll run around going, ka-ka-qua, ka-ka-qua, and, like, clapping, so I know he's trying to say, like, right side cross, left side cross, that's what they say in the song, um, but it's just ka-ka-qua, uh, and, um, He's trying to sing the song, and he's doing the dance, and there's, like, no music playing, and it's very funny, and he, yeah, it's very funny to see. He just really enjoys the potty dance, so, yeah, it's a thing in our house. We are singing it all the time, and playing the video on YouTube, and playing it on the DVD, and Oliver's dancing, and it's just hilarious, but it's also horrible, but it's also great. You see what I mean? So, that's the potty dance. Ditch the diapers, do the dance. Let's all wear our big kid pants. Alright, well, that's that. <laughs> and, uh, then, I feel like I'm definitely forgetting something, and I can't believe I would forget something, you guys. Um, but, oh well. I do this podcast every week, so, <laughs> if I remember it, I'll... I'll have to just fill you in next week. So the last thing I have for you today is my mom tip of the week. So tip of the week is to do more of what you want. Um, 
I find myself, like, constantly talking and thinking and organizing myself about what I'm supposed to be doing. And, um, and sometimes that's what I feel like I should be doing. Or it's what needs to be done around the house or whatever responsibilities there exist for whatever reason. And sometimes it's what I feel like I need to be doing to be, like, a good mom. And, uh, there was my husband's really good about reminding me to, like, chill (laughs) with that. But there was also this, um, this... I think it was a post on Facebook a while back that was talking about, like, reminder, you don't exist just to pay bills and die. And, um, and it kind of, like, makes me think, like, yeah, okay, the dishes do need to be done. Or, like, vacuuming is important, but... Um, I think if you don't just go ahead and let yourself do the things you want to do sometimes, you just spend your whole life checking the exact same items off of the exact same to-do list over and over again by the day or the week or the month or the year, and I just think you miss out on a lot. Um, like, especially, too, I think as moms, like, I think all people do this, and we all need to be, like, reminded of this, and we all feel guilty, and it, I think, helps when someone, quote-unquote, like, gives us permission, so this is me, like, giving you permission to go easy on yourself, or to give yourself a break, or to do things you enjoy, but I think it's especially hard for moms, because we do want to do the best for our kids. Most of us, I think we do, like, Okay, earlier I told you that I gave Oliver a peanut butter and jelly, but what I left out was it was an Uncrustable. (laughs) And I think, like, Uncrustables are kind of a wild product. Like, you should make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. It's very easy. I actually have the thing to make them Uncrustable, too. Like, the little press to seal, press and seal, I think it's called, a Pampered Chef product. Oh, if you, like, if you guys are interested in that product and you want to get some Pampered Chef, we have a Pampered Chef lady in our Swearing Mamas Facebook group. So, um, if you're interested in that product, just, like, maybe make a post in there or something. And I'm sure that she will be happy to help you. But anyways, that's all besides the point. I have nothing against Uncrustables, and I ate them as a teenager. Um, but Seth had bought them just for, like, just to have or whatever, and he'd thrown one in the fridge, and, well, you know, we got back from the mall, so it was so late, I was just trying to hurry up, and I seen the Uncrustable in there, and I was like, alright, you can have this. And I guess my point here is that, like, who cares? At the end of the day, it was half of a sandwich that he ate for lunch, and... I don't really think it matters if it was a sandwich I made with, you know, fancy, all-natural, stupid sandwich fillings, or if it was just, like, half of an Uncrustable, because it's not like that's all he eats, you know? Or even if it had been, like, a veggie plate versus an Uncrustable. Like, it's just when you look at it, and I'm sure, like, when you guys hear me say this, you probably, like, chill. It's one sandwich, and, like, I feel that way now. But in the moment, you know, for me, that's one of the things where I'm like, oh, I need to be giving him healthier food, or I need to give him homemade food, or we need to not waste money on things like pre-made sandwiches. But, you know, in that moment, I was able to start making myself lunch, too. Otherwise, I would have had to have waited until longer, you know, and I was hungry, (laughs) like, I needed to eat too, and, um, also I wanted him to eat sooner so he could go take his nap sooner, and, um, and also I was tired, and I think that, um, you know, it's just a reminder that you're not less of a mom if sometimes you have to take the easier way out, and, and, It's not just that, because I think that's a common theme that we have to share with you guys, 
But when I say do more of what you want, I don't just mean give yourself a break more. I also mean like do what you want to do over what you feel obligated to do. So um, this has been really strong for me because, as I mentioned, our mornings have gotten like super chaotic. So what I had been doing before was in the morning we would pretty much like do breakfast and then I would start you know, working on dishes and getting different things done around the house and trying to be productive. Sorry, I was getting, my throat was getting so dry again. So, anyway, that's not working now. And I tried to fight it a little bit for a while because I'm like, I have so much to do today. And all this blah, blah, blah that seems so important. But I'm, like, looking at my to-do list, and I'm just like, none of this is life or death. And, um, he needs to get out of the house. And I also, like, do make a point to get him out of the house pretty often anyway. Um, like, at least a couple times a week, almost every day if possible. Just because, I mean, who wants to sit in the house all day? You know, I don't think that's a good childhood for him (laughs) but anyway what I've like kind of started to have a shift in perspective is that we had been pretty much like going for a walk and I enjoy the walk that's near our house I do um but it got to the point where I was like okay well we're gonna we're not going to be productive in the mornings so we're gonna have to start getting out more and what do I want to do you know, and, um, and just kind of realizing that, like, you're allowed to do what you want to do. Whether it's, I mean, now I'm not saying go take your baby to the strip club or, you know, an underground poker tournament or on, like, a drug run or anything. But if i like if you if you, there's something in particular like you want to do as opposed to what you feel like like story time for example i'll use that cuz story time doesn't work for us as i've told you guys i'm sure oh we tried to do another story time you guys we tried to do an outdoor story time and there was like plenty of stuff for him to play with and it went okay but then it was at an orchard i tried to go inside and buy apples and it was like my worst nightmare. He was screaming, diving out of my arms because I had to hold him because he was trying to leave. And hitting me in the face while I carried this heavy bag of apples. Anyway, (laughs) um, but like, story time is one of those things that I'm like, oh, that's what you're supposed to do. It's like good for them. They'll learn things and meet friends and blah, blah, blah. And like, that's all cool. And if that's what you want to do, great. But, um, Also, what I want to do is go, like, out into nature. So, I've made this point now. My new thing is to try and go one new place per week. And, I mean, when I can. Like, I'm not... There's no holding myself to anything, you know? Like, oh, you didn't go out somewhere new this week. Like, gotta hurry up and go. Like, no, just, you know, if I can make it work, that's my goal. And, um, and I think that'll mostly be, like, walks and hikes. So, um, yeah, I just, you know, and I think, like, also, it can even be timing-wise, because I think that the, we just started that last week, and the place we went was awesome. It was a, um, it, it, like, Native Americans used to live there, basically. This was, like, their village, um... But it was, it's just, like, the nature areas you can walk in. And what I learned from the little plaque there was that it was the Mississippian people, which I didn't even know existed. I don't know that part of history. Well, I've learned a lot now. But, uh, basically, like, this is, like, way back in time. Um, and so they, like, built mounds that they would build their structures on. And they were really advanced people. So, like... There's not really houses <laughs> to see, but you can see the mounds, which is interesting, and um, just kind of getting to walk around, too, in the trees, and the, it was beautiful. Um, 
Anyway, it was getting close to nap time, though, when we left, and I do have to say, I mean, he drove me nuts for, like, the first half of that trip, and I was very angry with him. He was not very nice to me. Um, but I was like, you know what, I, he's driving me crazy, and I just want to get it out of the house. Like, I guess I could go ahead and just put him down for nap early or try and stick it out, but, you know, instead of worrying about what I'm supposed to do, I'm supposed to put him down for nap at this time, or I'm supposed to, you know, whatever, whatever. I said, you know, I don't know if we'll leave. I don't know what time he'll wake up after, and then there's lunch for both of us, and I don't know when when we would get out of the house, if at all, and I want to go here, and I want to go somewhere new once a week, every week from now on, so let's just go, so we did, and I think just kind of, like, remind yourself that that's valid, like, part of life is, life isn't just, like, a bunch of rules and guidelines and to-do lists, like, you're allowed to do things that you enjoy and that you just want to do, you don't have to have a reason, you know? You don't, if you wake up and you're in the mood to go to Target, you don't need to be like, oh, well, we need laundry detergent, I guess. Um, go to Target and get you a coffee or, you know, whatever, a couple grocery items or whatever it is you like doing. If you want to go on a hike, go on a hike, even if it's, you know, if, I mean, I'm if it's, like, too close to nap time that you're going to make your own life harder, rethink. Unless maybe they'll sleep in the car. But, you know, I hope you guys get what I'm saying. Like, give yourself room to say, you know, I want to do this. And why not? Like, everything in your house can wait. If you have something really urgent and really important to address, you should do it first. But if your to-do list is things like doing the dishes and the laundry and vacuuming and cleaning and just um, making whatever post-editing your podcast instead of letting people listen to you sipping tea. Sorry, guys. Sorry if you heard me slurping my tea. But, like, you know, this week I had other things that... These things were important to me. Um... And not important in, like, a deep, meaningful way. Just, like, I needed to go and live my life, (laughs) you know? Uh, I was stressed out. I was emotionally drained and tired. And, like, being happy is important, too. So, when you are checking off everything that you have achieved in a day, count that on the list. And it should really be, like, the biggest one. You know, if your home is a happy one, who cares if it's messy or late or unorganized? So that's my mom tip of the week. Um, and those are all of my silly little little updates for you guys. Um, can't wait to chat you up next week, babes. Have a good one. Stop recording, you guys.